Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. All right. Well, let me start out by saying my name is Donna and I am a compulsive overeater and my life is unmanageable and I am praying today that God will restore my sanity. And that is my space <laughs> for the day. Um, you know, I, I talked and I know last week I, we were talking about control or I don't know, whatever it was. And I said, I wasn't controlling. I was just so well organized. Well, I have organized the best vacation Bible school this week. I just forgot to organize my life and put this in there. So I had to run from church, come over here and do this because this is really important too, and then go back. But you know what? God has provided me a lot of good leaders over there. And I am not going to worry about that because today I am here and this is where I really and truly need to be. So I have been around this program since 1984 and I have been abstinent since 1986, however many years that is, I keep losing count. Um, I worked this program for two years without being abstinent, but I worked all the steps. Um, I even got to the point where I was doing a lot of service um, at my local meetings, uh, I sponsored people, but told them that, you know, I was, my spirituality was what was keeping me in this program, not my abstinence right now. And if you want what I have spiritually, you are welcome to it. But if you want abstinence, you're going to have to find another sponsor, um, somewhere. So I worked my program for two years that way. And then I finally said, uh, when you're being a, a Christian, which is my belief. Um, and it was um, Ash Wednesday, the beginning of our Lent. And I said, okay, God, for 40 days, I am going to just eat three meals a day, no sugar, nothing in between. Uh, my three meals a day were feasts. I, I worked in a restaurant. I'd put as much as I possibly could on my plate. I gave myself an hour per meal. I ate everything I could in that hour that fit within those guidelines that I had given God. And, um, and that was the beginning of my abstinence. Uh, my abstinence has evolved over the years, over the last, what, 30 some years. My abstinence has changed because I've gotten older. My body needs have changed. Um, and I have been very comfortable for the most part in what I have. I am maintaining a 90 to 100 pound weight loss, depending on the day and the heat and the, and whatever else causes me to put those 10 pounds back on momentarily. Uh, but I go between 90 and hundred pound weight loss. Uh, and I'm still not a size 10. Um, I, I try really hard to keep into a size 14. So I'm real good there. Uh, and I'm happy with where I am. I'm comfortable. My body works well. Um, I get out, I exercise, I swim. Um, I am dealing with about 20 kids this weekend and, and loving every minute of it, uh, and pretty much keeping up. Um, but it is just, it's been a good life in this program and it is not a life that I would have wanted to change in any way. Uh, I have made friends, some of whom I have been my friend and part of my life for almost the entire 35 years that I've been in program. Um, and I am so, so grateful for those people. Uh, 
and uh, the new people in my life, like you all who've been part of my life for the last couple of years and great gifts to my program and fantastic strength. Um, when I start to think about what's going on in my life and uh, I'm old, do I really need to not eat this? You know, and then I think to myself, is that going to make me as happy as this program makes me? No. So we continue on trying to uh, remain abstinent and constantly fighting. I don't care if it's day one or day 9062 in this program, constantly fighting these desires to eat compulsively. So today I am supposed to talk about the tools. And um, I, on the 1st of July in the, uh, what am I reading? Daily Reflections book, um, there is this uh, writing. Uh, and it says, just as a sculpture, we'll use different tools to achieve desired effects in creating the work of art in an Alcoholics Anonymous or an Overeaters Anonymous 12-step program, uh, the steps are used to bring about the same results in our lives. And I just thought about that. There's, there's so much um, in this program that help us to live uh, the full lives that we're meant to live. And, and whether your higher power is um, God as mine is, or is Buddha or whatever your higher power is, um, that power will help you to live a better life. And so I, I constantly use um, some of these tools. And I, in Chicago, we had a meeting that added prayer to the tool list just for that meeting. Uh, and it too is a very big part of my life, uh, a moment by moment thing very often. But meetings for me have been extremely important um, because if I didn't have a meeting, if I didn't have a place to go, and I went for about 10 years once I moved to Kentucky without a meeting, uh, I would keep in touch with my program friends from Chicago, uh, but there was no OA anywhere around here. I tried traveling, you know, 70 or 80 miles uh, to meetings. Um, and if I we're in some of the larger towns when I was traveling a lot for work, I would catch a meeting um, in Louisville or Lexington or, or Nashville. But other than that, um, I didn't have meetings locally. So um, when Zoom came along, I, this was the blessing of the pandemic for me uh, with these Zoom meetings, um, I got back to meetings and I am just so grateful for that. Um, and so grateful that I was invited to join this group because it has been a very strong and, and uplifting and supportive group for me. Um, so I use meetings a lot. The telephone, um, back in the day, every day I spoke to my sponsor, we prayed, we talked about life in general, not always committing food, but talked about how life was going. And, um, and since then I continue to speak continually with friends in the program, um, at least once a week, uh, a Facebook, to face connection with with my good friend down in the corner there of my screen and uh, a blessing uh, to me. So I have kept this connection, this telephone connection. I was never one to write. Um, I <laughs> All the time I was in school, I could never spell. Come to find out in my old age, I'm dyslexic. And so I couldn't spell. So I never learned to write because I didn't want anybody to be able to read what I was saying and know that I was spelling it wrong. So, so writing was never a high point in my life. Uh, now, of course, with my new profession, I find myself writing a lot. Um, and it has been somewhat helpful 
uh, in the last several years, but it was never a big part of my program as I was growing up in this program. Literature, always a big part of my program. Um, and I will say, because um, I was told not to say this at meetings very often, but um, I was on the board of trustees when they wrote the new 12, 12 and 12, the original one, and I was the only one who voted against it because I didn't like it. And I am still a big book person. Uh, I prefer the big book literature. I prefer the AA literature. Um, but I do use the 12 and 12, the OA 12 and 12 fairly often. Um, so I, um, that would bring me down to the fact that I did a lot of service in program in my earlier years and would continue if I could find a way to do it here in Kentucky. Um, but service was, uh, it, we had this thing about services slimming and, uh, and for me it was because as long as I was up in front of a group, I could maintain my abstinence. It was important that, you know, as I said, I was never a, a size 10 and I never, I wasn't a size 10 when I was two years old, but um, you know, I will never be a size 10. So it was very, very helpful for me to continue to maintain my abstinence and my size uh, because I had to be in front of uh, a group of people a lot. Um, my service started obviously early in the in my program doing service in my in my local meetings sponsoring um and then i moved on to being intergroup reps and uh and intergroup chairs and regional reps and regional chairs and and uh, then finally served on the uh the world service board of trustees um, for a little while, and all of which were blessings for me, and all of them kept me in front of groups of people where I had to maintain my abstinence and maintain my size uh, just as it was. So service for me has always, always been an important part. Um, I'm not a whole lot of a planner. Um, sometimes I feel like I really just fly by the seat of my pants. So I can't say I had a big action plan for my program. Um, I am more to the person who will let go and let God. And, uh, and I do that often, uh, turning my life and my will and my other issue, whatever issues I have going on over to the care of my higher power. Um, and I remember the first time I said this. Uh, out in a group outside of OA, I was um, at a youth meeting with about 400 kids and many of them I had known over the years as they grew up. And I said it in a, in a small group uh, context, context uh, that I had finally turned my life and my will over to God. And I cannot tell you the hugs I got from these kids uh, when that small group was over. Uh, which really confirmed that this was where I needed to be, that I needed to do my very best to let God be in control. That is an issue for me because, as I said, I'm not controlling. I'm a good organizer. Uh, but <laughs> Or I'm a controlling wench, depending on the, the day. So um, today I'm being a good organizer. Um, but I, didn't, I never did have much of a plan of action. Uh, Sponsorship service, those were probably uh, abstinence, uh, meetings, telephone were the tools probably that I used the most. But I go back to the thought about the sculptor or a carpenter or whatever. And you know, 
you can't earn a living if you've got if that's your if that's your uh, calling. If you're going to be a sculptor, you're going to be a carpenter. You can't do that without the right tools. You can't build a building if all you've got is a little teeny toy hammer. And you can't make a sculpture if you don't have the equipment that you need. You can't paint a picture if you're using whatever, you know, I guess you could do it with crayons. But if you don't have what you need, you can't do those things. Um, and for me, the tools um, are what I needed. And I use them as I need them. I don't always use every tool. I don't go through the day and say, oh, my goodness, I forgot to do this or I forgot to read or I forgot to write an action plan. Um, I don't because it's not what I need to do that day. Um, what I need to do every day is to get up and admit that I am a compulsive overeater, that my life is unmanageable and that only God can restore me to sanity. Um, and then if I keep asking during the day, sometimes he keeps me in that sanity position and sometimes he doesn't, but uh, I do my best. So um, as far as the tools go, they are there. And, and as I said, if, if you want success in this program, if that's your goal, you need to pick out the tools that you need to make your life okay. Um, you know, if you're not a writer, then don't write a lot and don't worry about it. Don't think because the tools are there that you have to use them. Um, there are many ways for me that I can be compulsive. And one of those ways is that I can say, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to do this today. And because this is what the program says and I didn't do it. Um, that for me is part of my disease. It's part of my compulsion. So for today, I use what I need. God gives me what I need, never what I want, always what I need. Um, acceptance to me should be at the top of the tool list because without acceptance in my program and in my life, I would be nowhere. And uh, that has always been one of my favorite passages in the big book. You know, acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. Um, and it is, if I can accept who and what and where is in this world, then I can accept who and what I am today uh, and where I am um, in my life, in my program and physically, uh, because there's times when being in Kentucky is not my favorite place. Uh, you know, I'd rather be in Chicago. I'd rather be somewhere else, but this is where God has put me. This is where this God has led me and where God is using me. And, um, and so this is where I'm supposed to be. And that is what I accept. So for today, acceptance is the answer to all my problems. Um, and when I find that I cannot accept a person, place, or thing is the way it is, that's when I get back into my disease. Um, and that's when I need to use prayer uh, as one of my tools and just ask God to restore me to sanity, to help me let go and let him uh, take care of whatever the issue is that I cannot accept. Um, so that is my story, um, or part of it, at least the part that involves the tools. Um, I have been around for a very long time. Um, it's You've most got of five minutes. Oh, thank you, because I was running out of things to say. Uh, most of my meetings and my OA life has been in Chicago. Uh, but what is so wonderful about it is that through all my experience, it it has really encompassed. A good part of the world. Um, when I served on the World Service Board, there were people from 
all over, you know, so that you were, you were sharing your program with people from Israel and Australia and, and New Zealand and England and, uh, and Italy. And, and it was a wonderful experience to know that wherever we go, we are together. Uh, and as, uh, you know, Roseanne says, if we put out our hearts and our hands and, and uh, we reach out for help, we know that we are never, ever alone in this program. So I thank you very, very much for letting me do this today. And um, I think I pass. <laughs>